There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more entitled people. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Yikes Lady, who says, Entitled neighbor helps herself to my garden. Well, I should have known that no good deed goes unpunished. We have a small vegetable and herb garden in the corner of our yard. Two neighbors have the ability and my permission to reach over the fence and snip off any herbs they need. We always grow much more than we can use. One neighbor has been doing it for years with no problems. He takes a sprig or two a few times a week and always asks if he needs more than usual. He repays me in beautiful roses, but I would have no problem with not getting them in return. The other neighbor never cooked, so he never took any. Now he has a new girlfriend and she happened to introduce herself while I was planting the herbs. So I offered her some, once it has a chance to grow a bit. So of course, two weeks after I planted, she snips off all but a few leaves off of every fucking herb. Two weeks, I was livid. My boyfriend went over and explained that it was too soon. The plants were tiny, not ready, etc. He's much nicer than I am. The neighbor apologized profusely and said the girlfriend wouldn't be going anywhere near the herbs until I specifically allow it. A week later, I catch this dumbass out there with a pair of scissors, but it's only been a week and there's nothing to fucking snip out there yet. Apparently, she can't make meatballs without parsley and the grocery store within walking distance is too far to go. One of my plants has three leaves on it. Seriously. The other neighbor doesn't dare take anything before mid-July. Certainly, he would never touch anything before I did. We looked at each other for a few seconds and and then I just said, please get your herbs at the store from now on. I can't believe I managed to think of that. Usually I think of a great comeback 10 minutes after the fact, but she turned bright red and went in the house. Hopefully she embarrassed herself enough to stay away. I don't want to have problems with this neighbor. He's nice and quiet and doesn't bother anyone. Tomorrow, it will be a week since I caught her again. We'll see what happens. (laughs) And as the subreddit says, the absolute entitlement of this person being offered to use the herbs when they grow, but snips them down to pretty much the stem by the sounds of it. Can you imagine being in that girlfriend's shoes thinking, you know, this is okay to do. I'm going to lean over the fence and snip it down to the stem, basically taking all the herbs there. They think that's a good thing to do. And let's let's just call it like it was a mistake or something. They didn't know, you know, how big herbs have to be before they snip them, etc. Maybe they thought they just grow back in a couple of days or whatever. Something really stupid like that. You made the mistake. Man comes around, knocks on your door and says, look, they need to be sort of bigger. The plants were not ready. I'd be so apologetic. I'd be straight down the store and buying some like, you know, ready grown ones so they can plant what I've taken. Not coming out a week later and snipping them again. 
holy shit. <laughs> and I always absolutely love the idea of people like share their gardens. I hear it a lot, you know, people sharing their vegetable patches in their gardens. I think that's a wonderful thing, but there's always someone that will take advantage. I remember a story we covered about a year or so ago and there was like some sort of fruit bushes or something like that and the neighbor was said yeah come around and pick some fruit whenever you want and then they was picking it and then they was going and selling it somewhere <laughs> it's like madness but what do you guys think of this story let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's find someone else who's equally or more entitled and this next story comes from K. Cyrilite. Hopefully I got that right. My younger brother thinks he's entitled to live with me forever. So a little backstory. I, 33 female, have been helping out my younger brother James, 30 male, for the past six years. He didn't have enough money for an apartment rent on his own and he didn't feel comfortable roommating with a stranger. So we split my two bedroom apartment and it has helped me save so I can buy my own place soon. But he went through struggles lost his full-time job, got really out of shape from just sitting at his computer all day. Thanks to the pandemic, the government paid him to sit at home for over a year. Now he is having trouble keeping a job and is just about broke. He is also the worst roommate ever, never cleans up or helps around the house at all, and he has been short or late with rent several times this year. I'm getting kind of fed up. I'm getting married come the new year and feel it is time we go our separate ways. When I told him I was getting married and moving out, eventually he said, I'd rather keep our situation and just move with you. <laughs> Split the rent three ways. I told him no. Not only do I not want to live with him anymore, but he is untrustworthy with rent and we don't want to be stuck with a more expensive place if he can't afford his part. He got mad at that and he is now being all huffy. Our mum claims he ranted to her that if I don't take him with me, he would be homeless. My mum doesn't want to move him back to her place either, but asked I take him with me, since she doesn't want him to be homeless. I am like, what? I am not his keeper. It's his own fault for his situation, and I have been very forgiving. I could have kicked him out for all the times he was late on rent, and our own mum won't take him back, but she is asking me and my fiancé to look after him instead. How stupid is that? He is 30 years old, not a child, and I am not his mother. I am done looking after him as if he is my responsibility. I don't get how he thinks it's rational to demand I bring him with me when I'm getting married and wanting to start my own life. You said that you've been basically helping him out for the past six years while it sort of helped you out to save at the same time. You didn't have to and you did. And to be honest, it was probably way too long in the first place because now he feels like he can't cope without you. And he had the audacity to say, you know, that he'd rather move in with a married couple. And then the mum not wanting to take him in as well says it all about the situation really to me. And when we first read the title of this story, I wasn't expecting a 30-year-old either. I was expecting a much younger one. What do you guys think of this situation? How would you deal with it if you was OP? Would you consider letting him move in with you and your future husband? <laughs> Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from MusesX9 who says... My mother-in-law came into our apartment, into our bedroom, and gently woke my husband up. <laughs> Context, in-laws have a vacation home an hour and a half away from all of our primary residences. This home is divided into two sections. 
their home below and ours is on the second floor. My husband is one of two children and we pay all expenses. Maintenance of boat, electricity, water, taxes, etc. On to the story. I have been sick for a week. I fell asleep outside coach because I needed to sleep sitting up. It was horrible trying to sleep sitting up, so I was exhausted. Around 4am, I woke up and, missing my bed, went back to my room to snuggle with my husband. Of course, I had a little bit of a tough time getting to sleep. Finally, after what seemed like an eternity, I was knocked out. This bliss was temporary. Less than four hours later, I'm startled to see my mother-in-law laughing like a sneaking child at Christmas to wake my husband up with caresses. I stared at her shocked and her explanation was that she had a bad dream about him. She had heard me at 4am and knew I had gone to my room to sleep, but felt entitled enough to wake me from four hours sleep in our apartment, in our bedroom. I told my husband that I was beyond pissed. I told him that we need to pay more rental wise so that she doesn't feel entitled to pull this crap. Her obsession with my husband is real. You would think after 35 years, she'd get over not having her baby at her beck and call. It's a known joke amongst everyone, including the younger sibling who is resentful, rightfully so. Husband thinks she had a moment of insanity and I need to let it go. I think we need to pay rental money so she doesn't feel entitled since she owns the house. Now, we had a story the other day and it was an Amai the Arsehole story and I think, or it might have been a relationship one, where the mother-in-law came into their bedroom and said, you know, she was, was scared of, you know, her room that she was staying in. I think it was in like a hotel or something. And she went to go and went to their room and knocked on the door and said, there's a ghost. She was scared of ghosts or some shit like that and then wanted to sleep in their bed. <laughs> And she did get in the bed in the end and OP was like, I'm out of here. This is like too much for me. But just what the hell goes through these people's heads? It was almost like, I don't even know. I can't even think of it. But there was one comment on this one that had me in absolute stitches. That said, that was from Murloc3 who says, (laughs) assert dominance by fondling him in front of your mother-in-law without breaking eye contact. (laughs) What would you do in that situation? Say you was with your partner, mother-in-law comes walking in like that. How would you feel? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and let's find another cheeky entitled story. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
story. And our next story comes from Lust X, who says, Entitled neighbor throws a fit. I won't let her in my house to take my alcohol when I'm gone. I live in a three-unit townhome. We're all good friends and share keys with each other. One of them is my best friend, whom, with my approval, enters my house when I'm gone, grab a soda. In return, she cooks me food and shares her alcohol with me on weekends. Only thing is, she has the code to my house alarm. This becomes relevant later. One day, entitled neighbor, Ian, who lives in a different building, sees her leaving my house and asks what's up. Friend tells her what's up. Ian thinks we are friends just because I'm friendly to her when she comes around and texts me to rat out the neighbor. I tell her it's fine. Now, Ian is very obnoxious, but we're all nice to her because you don't want crazy people living across the street. Ian, a week later, comes by and asks why I won't give her a key. I make an excuse that it's a safety thing because I'm the only one with a fire extinguisher, which is also a fact. The only excuse I can think of now is my landlord won't let me. Seem to shut her up. I really don't want her in my house. I can only imagine what she'd do in there and her bringing her kids over to see my shit. Have expensive computer equipment. I don't need kids around. Fast forward a month later, she sees me unload a bucket of fireball shots and quickly makes a beeline across the street and asks for some, trying to make friendly conversation. I roll my eyes and struggle with a seal and hand her too. Thanks, babe. Love you. Ugh, whatever. It's not a big deal. Meanwhile, she still messages me like friends and I watch her house from time to time while she's gone. Last week, I'm at my mum's house when I get a phone call from my home security system company asking if I need police. Roommate and key holders have my code and it gives you 60 seconds to push the code even if it's wrong, so something is up. I rush home and my front door is wide open, letting the hot summer air strain my electric bill. Two cops inside. It's none other than EM standing at the counter and casually says, Here she is. She lets me in her house. We're best friends. My jaw drops. Apparently, she has the garage door code to friend's house, where she found my keys in friend's house and has the balls to take my stuff when I'm gone like she's entitled to it. Then didn't message me that the alarm was screaming. Let me know she wanted something and didn't even leave when the cops show up. It took the cops eight minutes to get there, so I have no idea what she was poking around with, a screaming alarm. She broke into two houses like it was no big deal. I demand she leaves, not pressing charges because I don't want a crazy angry neighbor. My city charges you $100 if you have an unregistered alarm system, so I get a fine from the city. I pay the fee and stuck the bill in her doorway. Haven't seen a dime of that yet. She also hasn't asked for my alcohol either since then. You didn't press charges. Someone breaking into your house. I understand you don't want an angry neighbor, but you've already put like a $100 bill on her doorstep. She isn't gonna be happy about that, so you may as well press charges. We always say in these situations, say it with me, guys. Always press charges. <laughs> and that was pretty much most of the comments below that post. They were saying like, why the hell didn't you press charges in this situation? But what do you guys make of this one? And let's move on to this little beauty that I've just spotted from Deku Daddy 45 who says entitled neighbor tries to have a tree older than a house cut down illegally. <laughs> this happened a couple of years back, but I'm just now getting into Reddit, so let's go. My family has lived in the same home for about 24 years now. My entire life, we've had the same neighbors on both sides of us. 
On one side is the sweetest elderly lady who bakes us fudge every Christmas to thank us for any help we give her throughout the year. On the other side is a family whose parents seem to think the world revolves around their own assholes. <laughs> now, this family moved in about two or three years before us, giving them the idea that their opinions trump the lives of any of their neighbors. I know this because both parents and the children, who are the same age as myself, have explicitly told me this. There's a giant tree in my parents' backyard that admittedly has become a bit overgrown. A branch or two have reached over the fence leading into neighbor's yard. In the fall, the tree sheds its leaves, as trees do, and maybe 1% of the leaves will make their way into the neighbor's yard. This tree has been a part of my childhood and all three of my siblings' childhoods. Needless to say, my family is quite attached to our tree. Well, about 15 years ago, our neighbors decided to build a pool. We've had issues with them over time, so when they started to gripe about the leaves from the tree falling into their pool, we just brushed it off. <laughs> Fast forward to about two years ago, I'd finished up the college semester and came back to visit my parents for the week. I was at home relaxing and enjoying time off when the dog started barking, so I went to check it out. While looking out the window, I saw a team of tree trimmers begin to unload and set up in the backyard. It wouldn't be the first time my parents didn't mention having work done on the house, so I didn't think anything of it. I called my old man to see if the trimmers would need anything from me while they were here, but he was working, so I just left a message. He got back to me about 30 minutes later, completely confused, so we knew something wasn't right. At that point, I went out back and told the team to take a break because there has been a mistake. Luckily, they had only managed to take two or three major branches off this tree, so there was still a chance the tree would survive. It was the quickest I've ever seen my dad do the drive home. I went out back with him so that I could figure out what was up. After a very loud discussion and a lawsuit threat later, the trimmers decided it was best they didn't finish up the job of taking down all of the branches. Well, it turns out that our entitled neighbor decided to take it upon herself to hire a company to come and take down the tree in our yard. When she told the company that it was in her neighbor's yard, they only asked if she got it cleared with us. They didn't make any efforts to make sure it was cool. To make the situation even sweeter, the crew working on the tree wouldn't stop the job until the owner of the company came to the site and cleared up the situation. I don't know about you guys, but if I found out I was doing unauthorized work and trespassing on someone's property, I'd take that as my cue to leave. When my parents demanded an explanation, the only thing our neighbor would say was that the couple of branches was reaching over the fence, so he had the right to get the tree taken down. That's when the police got involved. She was informed that she was allowed to have the branches trimmed past the fence. Something my parents said they could have done if the neighbor paid for it, but due to the significant branches trimmed off of our property, she'd be looking at destruction of property if the tree died. Luckily, the tree stands to this day and the wind seems to blow just a bit harder towards their yard each fall. These guys need to get over to tree law pretty damn quick. Tree law, tree law. And there was a, a very similar situation we covered on a recent video where the same situation happened basically. The neighbor went to get OP's tree cut down and unauthorized and they cut a load of it down and basically it rolled over into some water that was owned by the city. The tr company got like sued out of existence, like hundreds of thousands of pounds. The neighbor had to have trees replanted, which again, cost thousands and thousands of pounds as well. It's no joke tree law, is it? And surely, surely, there must have been a couple of lawsuits within this one somewhere. 
Maybe this was the same guy. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and let's have one more story. And our final story comes from PutridAd695 who says neighbors fight over a public parking spot. This happened several years ago and ended up being a really dumb conflict between my parents and my neighbor. I'll let you decide who's more entitled. <laughs> when I was 17, I'd gotten my driver's license and bought a really crappy first car. With that, my family had three cars, but only two private parking spots. We lived in a typical European residential suburb, rows of houses, each with a one-car garage and a one-car driveway. Fortunately, our street was a narrow street with one driving lane and public parking on our side, along with the hedges between the driveway. As the spot along our hedge was usually empty, we normally used it for one of the cars. The problem was that the neighbor across from us, an older gentleman, didn't like that and kept writing us notes that our car was preventing him from easily backing out of his garage and driveway. My parents found the notes too passive aggressive and chose to ignore them, only parking a little closer to the hedge to give him more space. The neighbor even tried calling the police to get us to move the car. Soon after, he suddenly had a second car, and whenever we opened up the parking spot, he would immediately park his second car there and leave it for a few days. My parents, who enjoyed provoking him, started doing the same whenever he had to move his car from the space. While my parents and neighbor were playing musical chairs with a parking spot, they also began calling the local authorities for every minor rule breaking, e.g. when the neighbor's hedge has started to grow around a traffic sign or when we parked our car in a way that slightly blocked our driveway. Then the neighbor's second car disappeared and a third car took over the parking spot for three months. The neighbor ignored a temporary parking ban for a two-day construction site, our pleas, and then treats us to let us trim the hedge with potentially dangerous machinery, etc. That is, until my parents called the company of our neighbor's son. The second and third cars turned out to be the company's cars that the dad had been borrowing. The son ended up having to talk reason into both his dad and my parents to resolve the conflict until me and my car moved out a few months later. Apparently, backing out the driveway was only difficult when our smaller car parked in that spot. In the UK, man, parking spots, I'm not sure what it's like in other places, but parking spots, people are so territorial over road parking spots. Even though they're not legally yours, they get so territorial. I know a street about like five minutes away from where I live. It's right close to the shopping center. So, you know, there's like prime parking, free parking. And it's on-road parking, but it's outside a, a row of houses. And all these houses claim, you know, that's their parking spots when legally it's not. So the house is there. They put all their bins in the spot when they go to work in the morning. They like literally the road is lined with bins where they're blocking it for their own cars. And there's been occasions where people, you know, move their bins back onto the path and then put their cars there. But then the cars suddenly get damaged or put like stickers stuck on their windscreen so they can't, so it makes it difficult for them to move their car and stuff like that. So now no one parks down there. <laughs> and I know it's all like highly illegal to damage someone's property, but it does happen and no one parks down there anymore. It's just so petty and territorial, it's unimaginable. Well, it is imaginable, but <laughs> you know what I mean. And it's just like how a lot of these nightmare neighbor programs that I love watching in the UK happen. They always start off with like a parking spot or a plant growing over someone's side of the fence or a fence panel being blown over. Someone's got two cars and they're parking one in their driveway, one on the road. They can't, they're not entitled to that. How dare they? 
<laughs> but what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your nightmare neighbor stories, please. I love to hear them. I don't obviously love to hear about the shit that you're going through, but the nightmare neighbor drama, <laughs> it pleases me. Anyway, let us know your thoughts in the comments below and just a huge thank you for joining me today, for getting involved in the channel. Your love, support and time as always means the absolute world. So thank you so, so much for what you do and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Some breakfast, milk and eggs Brush my teeth up, watch my face Throw my clothes on, start my day Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows Okay, I know that's a damn Hold up what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.